You are listening to TJ Talks. Be aware, this show contains explicit language. Okay, welcome to TJ Talks. It is Wednesday. Once again, Wednesday. And we will get this one out earlier than last time, so... I say nothing about the due date that it's out because I don't do any of the production part of it. So you can take your own sweet time because if it were up to me, it'd probably get out by the middle of, you know, two weeks from now. Uh, well, thanks. I'm Judd, and with me is... I'm Teresa. Hey, hey. Well, yeah. man, what a week. Uh, well, it, it has been a... I don't know. It's been a pretty neat week. You've had a cool experience. You were out at a, a screening... Or screening... A live podcast uh, from Slate recently. So exciting for me! For me, being a total Uber podcast nerd, it was very exciting. I loved it. I thought it was great. I think that's awesome. <laughs> There's so much stuff going on in the news. I don't know if you heard recently, but um, you know, you, everyone's heard that about this Foxconn thing where there's this company that builds our iPods and iPads and all this kind of stuff, and they said it's like you know slave labor in China, right? It's not like it. It is, but yes. Well, wait. Hold on. It is. Hold yes, on. I know what you're going to say, but it is. So um, this, let me put my iPad down while the, I argue with you. The story. This. The story runs on an NPR show called This American Life, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden, you know what they did recently? They retracted it because it wasn't true. Okay, but you know the story of the story, right? No. The story of the story is. The gentleman, Mark Daisy, made – he's a monologuist. Right. Okay? And so this is a theater piece. Now, now I'm not going to debate with you. I think NPR did the right thing on This American Life by okay. retracting it. Don't okay. get me wrong. Right. His original intent for this piece was never to be, quote, unquote, news. I think it was supposed to be a commentary. Okay. So did you hear the, the retraction? No, I didn't hear the retraction. Okay, I did. I just listened to it this morning. Oh, okay. And before I – well – Ira Glass just yeah. nails this guy yeah. down. Like, and there are big, long pauses in between when he asks the question like, well, why didn't you just tell us that this wasn't true? And there's probably 45 seconds of dead air because the guy has no answer, right? Yeah. And ultimately, what we're going to get to in the, in the cycle of this conversation in the podcast is that he lied about a greater truth. And the truth of the inequities and the abuses and the horror that a lot of these workers face in these places, in China specifically. But because he fabricated the details, mm-hmm. he's now discredited himself. You know, NPR was slightly discredited, although I think they gained their credit back by airing the retraction. And the sad thing is that are people now going to take any of those cases of reported abuse and not believe them anymore? Because well, that guy lied about it, so it's not really happening. I think that we Americans do that really quickly, and that's the bigger harm here. Yeah, well, you know, when, once, how many times can you be lied to and not know what the truth is? It makes you cynical. It turns you dour, and I don't want to be that way. You know, this podcast today is about being cynical. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a lead-in? And I don't want to be cynical, and you I don't. think you do, and I... And, and maybe you don't want to, but I think you are. Do you know what the definition of cynical is? What is the definition of cynical? I haven't Googled that yet. Uh, oh, well, I have. Okay, good. And it is a disposition to disbelieve 
the sincerity or goodness of human motives and actions. So if you believe that everybody's just really out to screw over other people, then you're a cynic. And if you believe that everybody's not, then you're a fool, right? Like well, cynics won't let you have any gray area. Well, I, you know, yeah. But I mean, here's the whole thing, right? I mean, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have always believed that Apple's like this good natured company that is environmentally friendly and, you know, they're not trying to do all these good things and stuff. And then you find out that, well, realistically, they're, they're no better than anybody else because they're, you know, built, selling you an expensive product, probably more than the market value for uh, comparable products, which that's another debate. And, and they're hiring slave labor, figuratively speaking, to do it. You know? Right. Well, it is essentially. There's children doing it, et cetera. Right. W- wouldn't happen in the United States. Right. For all kinds of reasons. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But and I think we have – this week could not be more rife with examples of why you could tend to be cynical, although I'm going to cling with my last fingernail to not being cynical, about the Coney guy, the Coney 2012 production video people. You know, I would like to know a little bit more about that because if you're like me, anybody who puts a number a, day, a year after someone's name, the only thing I can think of is it's politics, and I'm like – Who's running for – Coney's running for president? I know. That's the first thing when you see Coney 20 – what's like – what is that about? Yeah. Well, you know, okay. I don't know. I haven't watched the 30-minute video, but I've watched enough of the video and have heard enough about it. I mean it went – it's the most viral video ever and it and it also breaks all those viral video rules. Did you oh, see that? No, Where, I, you know, viral videos are 20 seconds to two minutes right. and they usually get – have a, there's a pattern for how something goes viral and right. this was completely separate of that. Uh-huh. It's length is too long. It's a very serious subject matter, etc. I think you and I both agree that the atrocities in Africa have been going on forever. And so the fact that this one person who is heinous and horrible and awful, please don't discount the fact that he's horrible, um, really isn't anything new, right? And so, his name is Coney. Correct. Uh-huh. And he, you know, absconds with these kids and turns them into warriors or sex slaves. And it's awful. I get it, Right. And then the guy who produced the video and, you know, is co-founder of the group Invisible Children was arrested last week for masturbation and public nakedness in San Diego, California. What the heck? That's a wonder. You know that's only supposed to happen in Florida, so I don't know what the heck he was Yeah, you guys have the market on the nakedness and public masturbation issues. 33 years old. He was in various stages of undress, wearing Speedo-like underwear, and eventually removed the underwear and began to make sexual, sexual gestures. And so he was – it was 11 o'clock in the morning. I mean it's not like even 2 o'clock in the morning and he was just getting out of a bar. You can't say he was drunk. No. They're claiming he was malnourished, dehydrated, and exhausted because of all the craziness of the video going viral and how much attention it's given him. So, and now it's coming out that maybe he has some manic depressive issues or bipolar issues and psychotic issues. So, so he's had these episodes. So was he Meanwhile, arrested? Uh, he was arrested. Yes. Yeah, okay. And good. Get, get that, that is, evil, vile person off the street. They, they, they can't get Coney, but they can get the guy who made the video. They can get the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Coney's taking child after child. Right. But it's that whole thing of the people that work with the kids are the crazy people and how do we protect anybody from anything and it's just it's enough to make you cynical and I don't want to be that way 
Yeah. I, but I'm going to ask you a couple questions to see if you are cynical or not, okay? Oh, so. I, I, I know the answers to all these questions. <laughs> but, but, yeah. and I was reading them and I thought, well, maybe I'm more cynical than I thought. Okay, all right, well, let's go. go How forward. cynical are you? When people brag about their successes, you figure that they're exaggerating or leaving something out. So, and there's a lot of these questions, so now, you have to what, kind of answer is that. There, do I get like yes? Is it yes or no? Or yes or I no? Get, if if I should check that box for you, yes. Okay, so if it's more often than not, okay. Yeah. Next one, you put zero stock in astrology. Uh, no. Okay, no, I, no. I agree. Uh, you I, don't I, trust any politicians. No. Oh, I would have checked that one. Okay. Well, I, I check. I trust some, <laughs> but not all. I, in your opinion, all news is biased. Yes. You don't believe in fate, just coincidence. Ooh, that could be a whole podcast. I don't believe in fate. No, I do believe in fate. Okay, so I'm not going to check that out. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're less cynical than your thought because I would have checked about two more for me. Really? You think popular music is purely a result of marketing, not talent. True. Okay. I agree with that. Celebrity couples disgust you. They're True. just aimless publicity hounds. Yes, okay. I agree. <laughs> you think most charity organizations are cheating their benefactors somehow? Yes, I agree. I do. Most. Not no, all. No, I no. didn't want to say yes to these. And, and I'll tell you why after we're done. But remind okay. me on that one, charities. About charity. All right, we'll yeah. come back to that because the Coney thing is charitable too. Mm-hmm. Cultured people are just insecure snobs who need to feel superior. Most of the time. Oh, Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Modern art is a joke and of absolutely no value. Um. Are you aware of The Rock here in California? No. Have heard the story? No, but I, I would agree that, that I don't think that art in general should have, that there's stuff that's worth a zillion billion dollars and then, like, my stuff is worth five cents. I think that... Art is in the eye of the beholder, not in the eye of some standard. So should I check the box? Yeah, check the box. Check the box. Yeah. Okay, the, and we got to talk about The Rock because The Rock is this giant 340-ton thing that some artist found out in a quarry out in Riverside, California, and has taken almost nine months to truck it from that quarry to the L.A. County Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. And it's been a big deal because it's causing all this traffic and they have to do it in the middle of the night and it's really crazy. And although it's all privately funded by the L.A. County Museum of Art – it's been over $10 million to do mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And it's going to be this big rock at the museum, right? Like, is it really art? Is it not? It sparked all of this debate. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And $10 million is a lot of money. Could they have done something better with it? Maybe. Well, but. well, here's really the thing is that if it weighs as much as it sounds like and you got to close the roads or whatever, do it at night. Right. Do you know how much damage that probably is actually doing your roads? Correct. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, so there are taxpayer monies that are probably going to go to that, although they built the special equipment to haul it. It's a whole thing. We could do a whole podcast on that. Oh, my God. Okay. You are not religious or spiritual. I'm not going to check that for you because that's not true. No, I am. uh, I am spiritual, religious. Yeah, yeah. Love at first sight doesn't exist. Doesn't. No, it it exists. Okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I have to say it does. As far as you're concerned, no one has a true soulmate. That's true. I, I, I don't believe that anyone has a true soulmate. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Lucky objects are rich. Well, 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 I, no, I'm gonna, I, I want to, uh, to qualify that statement. <laughs> Should I uncheck it? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay, I, I'm, I'm right. sticking with it, but I want to qualify it and explain that, um, that, that people, that people f- fall in love 
and then they get divorced, and then they fall in love, and they get divorced, and go through this process where they think that the person that they're with is the is their soulmate. Well, you know, right. come on. How many soulmates can you have? You know, I mean, can you have the one? I mean, you can have one true love forever and ever and ever, I guess, but I don't think that that means that you're soulmate. And then, of course, that also says that there's some spiritual aspect to it and some more stuff. So I'm, I'm saying no. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I got your box checked. Okay. All right. Lucky objects or rituals are for the weak-minded. No. No. I, I don't agree. Sorry. Right. No. You prefer movies with realistic endings to movies with happy endings. No. Okay. No. Well, you tell. No. All right. You don't expect anyone to be truthful, including your family and friends. Yes, that, that's true. I, I don't expect it. <laughs> Why should I expect anything? <laughs> All right. If you need something done right, you know you need to do it yourself. Or pay somebody that you know can do it, right? right? Like, like you have to manage it, right? Yeah, you have to manage it. I think you have to manage it. So I guess that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. When people play by the rules, it's only because they're afraid of getting caught cheating. Yes, for sure. What? Yes. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> you're you're right. not cynical like you think you are. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. Okay. You're sick of the health police telling you how to eat. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that makes you cynical. I just think it makes you someone with a food addiction. Anyway, the fun. self-help industry is just recycled feel-good garbage. Mm. Oh, you're hesitant. I think you want to check that box. The self-help is just garbage? No. no. Feel I good garbage. Well, it's feel good. Is it garbage? <laughs> I think if you're hesitating that much, that's a check mark. Okay, it's a check mark. Thanks to your friend who's trying to become a life coach. So right. tell me about <laughs> You think that virtually all the money you pay in taxes will be wasted? No, I don't feel that way. I mean, some of it's wasted, but not all of it's wasted. This won't apply to you. You don't vote. It doesn't make a difference in the end. Anyway. Oh, I do vote, and I do believe it makes a difference. Working hard is for suckers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is totally Even though true. we do it, right? That's, that's why I know I'm a sucker. I totally know I'm a sucker. You expect the government to lie to you. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Don't believe in the supernatural. I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm on the fence. So is that a box checker or no? Uh, uh, so uh, so no. Uh, or, no. You know, yes, I do. I, I you guess do. Okay. I, I, it's an, it's it's enough. I, and you're very scientific. You don't believe in a lot of ethereal things. No, so. no, I don't. Yeah. But I I think that there's that that um, I I want to believe. I'm like David Duchovny. I want to believe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Right. Well, here's your. Analysis. You are sixty-four percent cynical, Judd. Sixty-four. That's considered a full-blown cynic. Is it? And you're probably even skeptical of these results. You have your optimistic moments, but most likely you keep them to yourself. (laughs) And what's sad is, I think I would have been even more cynical than you, and I don't want to be cynical. Damn. Damn it. Damn. All right. So, why are you cynical of charity? Charity. Oh, yes. Okay. So I. You probably know I'm a big-time blood donor, and I haven't been able to donate for a while. Okay. But you know what? The CEO of the darn – whatever they are, the president of the blood bank here in the state of Florida makes right. like 200 grand a year. Right. Explain that one to me again. That, is that the Red Cross or is it a Florida the blood The Florida Blood Bank's 5013C company – excuse me – who's making 10 grand – or whatever it costs, five grand off of every bag of platelets that I donate. 
that I get that I get a um, you know ten dollars Darden gift card for donating every you know if I donate every two weeks right to keep me coming back for my 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 special lunch. <laughs> but why why should the guy who's running a fine charitable type organization not make as much money as a you know corporate executive of some uncaring unthinking corporation? I I. It's not supposed to be an uncaring corporation. It's supposed to be a charity. No, but why shouldn't the guy who runs a charity be able to make as much money as a guy who works in the private sector? Like I, I say, go. Work, right? I say, go work in the private sector if you want to make. Well, that then kind no of money. one's going to work in charity. Really? I, no I th- one's, no one's going to be as motivated. You know what? If you have full bottomists and they're making seven bucks an hour or whatever minimum wage plus two dollars is, so maybe ten, ten to twelve dollars an hour, and you've got some guy who's running a the show that's about saving lives and stuff or gal or whatever and a bunch of these people and they're basically they show up to board meetings and are you know getting checks that's a bunch of crap but just like any corporate CEO yeah he's not being hired because of his business acumen he's being hired because of his connections so those connections are what bring in the big donations what keep the operation running the only so, donation that matters is my blood they're not bringing well, in cash Well, unfortunately, that isn't the only donation that matters. they got to keep the lights on and the blood bluebeal, right? So they got to pay for that somehow. And they pay for that by selling blood to hospitals. And the only place they can get blood is from that particular blood bank in the state of Florida. So they have a racket. They have a monopoly on all the blood. They have a monopoly on the blood that's provided to every hospital, whether you're private or public hospital. And so they and the FDA regulates the whole thing. So they can't just go and get blood from anywhere. They can't say, well, screw you, Florida Blood Bank. They, they pretty much are locked in. And in fact, you're not going to believe this. The Red Cross was barred from getting donations in the whole state of Florida. Interesting. Well, this is probably all symptomatic of having a for-profit healthcare system anyway, right? We can agree that if we didn't have hospitals out to make money, then we wouldn't have this issue. Right. So they get people to walk in and give them the product for free, which they draw at a at cost, whatever their cost is, right. and then they spend money to do the testing, and then they turn around and give it to hospitals at crazy cost. Right. They don't double the cost. I, they they I, I mean Yeah. I know what you're saying and I know that I know the essence of what you're saying especially when when charities like the United Way came under such scrutiny and and even now to a little lesser extent the Komen Foundation for their big political debacle and I think their problem is they cross politics with healthcare and that's never a good combination that you want to see these things run efficiently and effectively and you don't want money to be at anyone's mindset right they like, they, they call the corporate uh place where their blood bank corporate people sit the crystal palace (laughs) okay well that's florida's blood bank i guess i can't defend them i'm just saying it would be nice if people could be financially recognized for wanting to do good work that would be nice right which goes back to what being a cynic is and i don't believe that they could care less about the blood they care about the you know how much money that you know the bottom line (laughs) <laughs> they care about I mean everything it's all about I mean if you think about it when you show up to executive meetings it's all about numbers you know they throw up charts and numbers how many things did you do how many goals did you meet that's what they care about they don't right care. they don't care about the people they don't care about the people you know 
So uh, no, but if we ran the world, we'd feel different, right? Or no? Oh, of course we would. <laughs> we would, Cause, right? Because we're a whole different breed, right? All right. So, so let me ask you this: Don't you feel like? Because I know this happens to me. I can't watch the news. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't watch, especially like local news. The national news on CBS or ABC, whatever. I guess I can watch those. In fact, Brian Williams is pretty hot. Actually, he's on my. Uh, laminated card uh-huh. but uh, <laughs> I can't watch the you know somebody got run over in the intersection all of this horrible local if it bleeds it leads news because it completely dours my day and sours my mood so I think when you have people who do nothing but saturate themselves with all of that negativity that it it resonates from them and so these cynical people are just out amongst us and we can't even fight to stay positive because everybody's so nasty all the time. Well, you know, and the funny thing is that comedians play off the cynicism. I know, and I like that, though. That's is, interesting. Isn't that the funny yeah. thing? Like, like I you, love Louis Black. You could not be more cynical if you try. Right. You listen to that guy, and he's just pointing fingers at people and saying, this is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. you know, and gives you <laughs> right, fingers. Does. And, oh, and I yeah. wonder if that is, if I like them so much because I can't express myself that way. Like, if I could take five minutes to do my own rant and have it come out sounding eloquent like he does, maybe I would be able to process my cynicism and I can't so I just have to avoid it is it cynicism or is it just total frustration is it truly a belief that these people are just evil bastards or is it just you know I don't know because it feels like you know your example of of work right like at work everything that can go wrong just always does and I don't know if it's because the people the cogs in the machine are just gumming it up or do we have this mindset that things are going to go wrong so we've just predestined it to happen I just I don't understand why it has to be so hard every day for everyone to just do their job the way they're supposed to and and it's really hard for a lot of people <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I, well it's a good thing that the mind calendar's ending at the end of this year right <laughs> only cynic would believe that right <laughs> so I guess that's what you're, you're getting out of this Right, because we don't have to worry about those people you at work. You know what? But I think it's easy to be cynical and say, fuck it, the world's going to end in 2012, because that's just giving up. That's just throwing your hands up the situation. It's not making anything happen to change it. Don't you feel like you have a civic responsibility to make something change? Or am I just Polly fucking Anna? I don't know. So you would say that we need to think about what could we do to not be cynical? I think as citizens, we have an obligation to be positive to other people. I really do. And I feel like even if one-fourth of the population would just take this as a, as a thing to just – a badge to wear and to conquer and to just go out every day and that bullshit whole pay it forward thing. I know people hate that. But I think it's true. I think if you show goodwill and if you act like you have goodwill and you are genuinely concerned for people, that would help. Don't you think? Okay, well, you know what? This is the funny thing about the whole cynicism thing, is that uh, there's a website, and this is how to defeat it. And they, first they tell you what cynicism is, and then they give you these things. First is recognize the problem. Well, okay, well, well, the problem is whatever you're cyn- cyn- cynical right? about, right? <laughs> Easy <laughs> Re- for you to say. <laughs> yes, recognize those cynical thoughts. And then this is the one that really gets me, is use logic to debate 
cynicism. Well, I think that's the whole reason why people are cynic is because they take this logical step and they bring it to its logical conclusion. And its logical conclusion is, you know, but if you're people are bad. <laughs> but if you're going to use that, but that's not wholly true. People aren't always bad. We're a lot of times bad. And and maybe the example of politicians is the worst example, but Elliot Spitzer, right? Hey now. <laughs> yes. Had intentions as the attorney general, right? He was the governor of New York. He was. Right. Yeah. Um, to kind of rid the streets of that sort of white collar high end crime, right? Right. So he was going after fraud and violations. Wall, Wall Street. And all of yeah. Wall Street stuff. And do you think he got set up – I think he had a problem with hookers. I'm not saying he's innocent of that. But do you think he got set up to get arrested or do you think he just was stupid and got arrested? Was there a larger conspiracy happening to bring him down or or did he just use bad judgment and got caught? I think he used bad judgment and got caught. Because I think a true cynic would say, well, you know, somebody just wanted to see him fall. Well, and I think so there's lots of people are, are happy to see him fall, but I don't – I, from everything that I read and heard was that he just happened to be they, – they were doing these things and he just happened to be one of the guys that got caught. All right. So how about a better example or recent example of Breitbart, right? Andrew Breitbart mm-hmm. dies at 43. Mm-hmm. By all rights, he can have his opinions. But I think most people would – even if you agreed with his opinion, thought he was kind of brass and a little bit of an asshole, right? Oh, yeah. Even if you liked what he had to say, if you were conservative like him. And so there was this conspiracy that he was offed because he had this damaging video of Obama, which has turned out to be nothing, right? He did? Yeah. It was Obama in, at Harvard introducing a very controversial professor and introducing him at a rally because he was going to speak. He gives mm-hmm. him a hug. He says, please re- re- you know, welcome Professor so-and-so. They shake hands and hug on the stage and then Obama exits. And that was the damning video that was going to, you know, create Obama as being the socialist bastard that he supposedly is. Right, which we've and, seen all that stuff happen, right? <laughs> the world, right, exactly. The yes, we're yeah. A, yeah, I'm now partaking of lots of social riches, aren't you? <laughs> Man, I got everything now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have everything that the 1% has. <laughs> and the cynical folks are just going to believe that because it's easy to believe that it was just – you know, he was just murdered because he had this bad news, which isn't even bad news about Obama. And and I get angry at people willing to believe the easiest thing. Well, you know, it's funny because if you watch, uh, if you if you are a normal watcher of Fox News and you watch CNN, you're a cynic. And if you watch a normal wa- watcher of CNN and you watch Fox, you're a cynic. So <laughs> isn't that isn't that how that, that's the best? And if definition? you watch MSNBC, then you're just left weighing it out of control, that's right? right. Yeah, yeah. You're spinning out of control. You're spinning out of control. I I don't know. I I really I don't want to think of you as being a cynic. I like you, and I don't want you to be cynical and mm-hmm. negative. That's not it's not fun. You, you know, I grew up on lots of George Carlin, and that's probably what made me the most cynical. <sighs> you know, the, the comedian thing is perfect for it because at least in the com- comedic delivery of cynicism you can maybe share a laugh about it right well i, 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 mean, I like that it, it, he, it's that angst maybe it's that's what it's all about it's the angst that creates the cynicism it's like the level of disbelief and i see that in the com- the whole comic 
thing is all about that. Can you believe what happened? You know, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Can you believe it? Deal with airplane food, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it doesn't have to be just uh, politics. I mean, it could be anything. You know, can you believe this is all screwed up? Sure. <laughs> so I'll share personally with you. Yeah. You know, JP, my husband, has struggled with being a cynical person and mm-hmm. admits that it's tiring, right? Like it can wear you down and mm-hmm. you get tired from being cynical. So he made it his New Year's resolution this year to stop being as cynical. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a little skepticism in your life. In fact, that's probably good to question things. But to be on that whole everything's effed up all the time train gets a little much. And he got off at the stop on New Year's and decided I'm not going to be this way. And literally for the last six months has been like a new person. So I think it's doable. And I think we should all try to do more of it. But unfortunately, these Foxconn stories that turn out to be a little bit wrong or all a bit wrong and the Coney guys trying to stop this injustice in Africa while he's diddling himself on the street in San Diego. It's just... It's really hard to accept these things and and want to see positive change from it. So, so what other things could we be skept- cynical about? And, and cynical is different than being skeptical, too. I think they're more one of the same, but okay. Oh, no. And, and let me tell you why. Because you, you're skeptical of things that are, let's say, not proven by science. You know, like, you don't believe in ghosts. You're skeptical. You don't right. believe in psychics and all that kind of stuff. You're a skeptic. You know, you don't believe that. That doesn't make you cynical. Okay. That's doesn't, what you're you know, yeah. you, if all someone right. says the earth is flat and you say it's round, you know, you, you yeah. say, prove it to me, Mr. Flat Man. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. skepticism. Until, you know, until you prove me, I will not believe. But, but to be cynical is to really question the motives of people, the underlying rationale, what they're apt to act. It's like, a person who says, I will tell you your future, and you tell them that they're, you're not just skeptical about it, but you believe that they're doing it because they're charlatans trying to get your money, that, right, that right, their motives right. are not pure. No, I agree. I, underst- I understand the difference. I, I use them as corollaries because I feel there's, they can lean into one another. And, and let me give you this example, and I'm afraid this happened to a lot of young people in 2008 when we all, well, I voted for Obama. I don't know if you did. And I voted for him because I think this particular election was the most impactful for me. As an adult, I have the most at stake paying taxes. I have kids. I, I, you need the future to go well, et cetera, right? So I bought, I bought into hope and change hard. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen a lot of any of it. Not for lack of trying on his part, but just in general, the country runs the way it runs – Sometimes on purpose, things should move slowly, and I don't disagree always, but really nothing changes. And so I'm cynical now about the next four years because I don't feel like there's – I don't know what to expect or what to even put any hope into. And I wonder how many other people my age – and maybe more damaging – more damage was done to the younger folks – who are like, what? I went out and did all this hard work and got this guy elected, changed the course of the world, and nothing has happened, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I and yeah. I think also we've been told nothing has happened, and a lot has happened. But there may be things that don't impact me, so I don't appreciate the change. I don't know. Well, you I know, know. It, I, I remember there was some a lot of conversation about that, and then there was a whole list. In fact, uh, I think there's a website out there. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's called "What the fuck has Obama done?" Right, and it does list a lot of stuff. I'm not saying that that's not true. So maybe, maybe the cynic, the cynic in me is just bummed that he's not announcing it more, or not talking about what he did more, or making it more publicly aware, so that I don't keep hearing from the other side. You know, he's done nothing but drive us into the ground and make us all socialists. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's the name of the site. Is what the <laughs> fuck has Obama done so far? Dot com. All right. So. Tell me what he's done. Oh, I'll I, tell you I, some stuff. I need it Ta- bolstering. Okay. Tax cuts for up to 3.5 million small businesses to help pay for employee health care coverage. All that, right. It says that doesn't affect me. So what else? Tax credits for up to 29 million individuals to help pay for health care insurance. That's cool, I guess. But what else you got? Expansion okay. of Medicaid to all individuals under age 65 with incomes of up to uh, 133% of federal poverty level. Big fucking deal. What else? <laughs> So I guess I fall under that category of the person going, yeah, yeah, that doesn't apply to me. That's probably me. So maybe I should take heart. This is great. I mean, like this, require insurance plan, health insurance plans to disclose how much of the premium actually goes to patient care. And then at the bottom, the button says, I could do that in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I should retract my my statement. But don't you feel like we're we're inundated with this news that nothing has changed? So – so, yes, we should accept these facts, which they're mm-hmm. facts, and I agree with them. But it still doesn't feel like it's impactful. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I making that up, or do uh, you feel I, that way? I think it's because Obama hasn't started actually campaigning for president that you haven't seen anything. I think as soon as they actually start running, and then the, some super PAC comes in, and then they're going to – like, who was it? I, I saw something that said that when the Democrats run, all they're going to do is they're going to go grab 30-second uh, clips of the Republican debate. <laughs> and right, you know, paid for by the super PAC for the elect uh, <laughs> Obama because you know they made themselves all look stupid for the last uh, six months. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. this wasn't supposed to be a political show today. It was supposed to be about cynicism, skepticism, positivity, positive. I don't know. Okay, but why shouldn't we be cynical? Because it's draining. Really? Is that all? No, come on. There's more. <laughs> I don't want to be tired. Come on. Um, Why shouldn't we be cynical? I keep using them interchangeably and it's not right. Right. We shouldn't be cynical because we should believe – we should believe in the greater good of motives of people. Yeah. I want to believe that the guy masturbating in public in San Diego really wants to see an end to the injustice in Africa. I I want to believe that. What I want to believe more is that the people of Africa want to see the – end of injustice to the people of Africa and I don't see that at all. Well I I, I think I think it really comes down to an Anne Frank quote. Okay. You know who Anne Frank is, right? Yes, yes. And uh, she, one of the I think this is probably the biggest quote that people know her for saying and they said she wrote in her diary, despite everything, I believe that people are really good at heart. Thank you, Anne. You know? Yeah. Here's, you know, if anybody could be cynical. Right. Anne Frank lived it. You know, she she had to hide in an attic in the Netherlands, in Holland. Yeah. 
you know, she didn't know. And then finally, at the end of the day, she gets taken to a concentration camp and is killed. And in her books, she writes, you know. I still believe in the good of people. I still believe in the good of people. Of, of all, you know, all the things a, a little girl tells it like it is. And, you know, I think that there is a lot of, there is so much good out in the world. And when you start to realize where the good is, I mean, I talk about the cynicism of, you know, these, the charity, but you know what? There are thousands of people who go every day to donate blood. Right. For what? And believe me, I don't go for a $10 gift certificate to the Olive Garden. No, you want to feel good about doing something good, right? Right. right. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I agree. It's I all donate about, for the same reason. You know, there there is a lot of good at heart stuff going on out there, and and I think Anne Frank really kind of sums it up. That why not? Why to not be cynical? To be, if if everybody is a cynic, then then everybody's motives are at question, and then. You and know, then where? Yeah, then it's all bad. You know, I don't believe the Boy Scouts do the stuff that they do for any other reason than it's the right things to do, you know, public service. Right. Right. I don't believe that our military goes off. I mean, yeah, they get a paycheck, but believe me, that paycheck is, is chicken feet compared to the kind of work we ask them to do. I think it's public service. Yeah. The greater good. I think people still like that feeling. I wished, um, they would recognize that faster. Good for, good for Anne Frank. That was good. Girl Scouts. Believe me, they give out the they sell Girl Scout cookies. Cookies, right? Yes, <laughs> that's all for the greater good. For the greater good, if they if, if Girl Scout cookies stop, the world uh, then I know twenty twelve happens. <laughs> it's the way it works. All right. Well, on that note, should we go out leaving ourselves feeling positive and optimistic for next week? Yes, we should go out on a positive high note. I really believe that, and hopefully, no newsmakers will be you know debunked and their stories won't be fraudulent and they won't be exposing themselves and their speedo type underwear between now and next Wednesday. We, we know that there are people in this world that will disappoint us, right? Politicians will philander. Our families. Uh, right. Every, you know, <laughs> things are going to happen. But right. let's give people the benefit of the doubt. Even as cynical as 64% cynical as I am, I'm going to leave you on the third, th- 37% not so cynical. Not cynical. And say that I believe that people ge- generally tend to do the right thing. And I have to say, you know, the crew that came out and did that work for, for me, for at Concrete Court today, you know, they did an outstanding job. They came out there and they just worked their ass off. Right. So people are good, right? Yeah, they didn't just do some half-ass stuff and, you know, just stop. Well, it's good enough. Right. They they, they had integrity into the land. Yeah. All right. Let's do that ourselves. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll close it up here. Uh, Great podcast today, I think. I felt, you know, we are now going to be on the non-cynical trail. It felt therapeutic, yeah. It did. It's like... For someone who claimed to not be cynical, I think I was more cynical than I thought, but I'm going to not be that way anymore. That's good. Somebody beat it out of me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, for TJ Chalks, I am Jed. And I'm Teresa. And we will be less cynical later. (laughs) Talk to you later.
just always does. 